Hello and welcome back to a very special episode of Faye Answered Questions. Uh, so this week I've got my brother and my sister here. Hello Ben, hello Felicity. Hey, what's up? Hello. Alright, and this episode is special for for one reason really. So when we started out with this podcast, we started because, you know, I wanted to have like a, a record of advice that we had gotten from our parents, you know, over the years that we'd constantly heard. And it's just something that we can go back and listen to like any time in the future and maybe even, you know, after mom and dad aren't around anymore. But this episode is going to be special because I wanted to hear from my siblings about uh, what their favorite memories with mom and dad are. The rattlesnake. <laughs> the rattlesnake. That was it wasn't one. even a rattlesnake, was it? It was a cotton mouth. No, it was a diamondback. Mm-mm. There is video proof somewhere. Yeah, we do have it on video, but it was. I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was a cotton mouth. I'm pretty sure it was a cotton mouth. But, sis, do you want to explain that one? Yes. Well, um, mom and I happen to be absolutely fucking terrified of snakes, and our grandfather, don't know how he did it, but one day opened up the door to his garage and went, "Well, that's a bloody big snake," and decided to chop its head off. Cue dad coming in and going, "Hey, boys." You want to play Steve Irwin? And you two played around with a giant fucking snake forever. Well, it was still trying to bite you two without a head. And then I can't remember if it's Dad, Ben, or you that got the bright idea of let's stuff it in the stairs for when Mum comes home. Well, I think that some of the details of that story have been muddled for you because definitely that's definitely not how it happened. What happened was what happened was I think Pop found the snake somewhere. It wasn't in the garage. It was, it was on over the, it was by on the back porch. It was like on the back porch or something. And Pop was not the one to kill the snake. Dad killed the snake. Dad chopped the snake's head off with a fucking garden hoe. And then we ended up taking it over by the dairy barn behind it, which was behind our house. And we were messing around with it over there, doing a little photo shoot and figuring it out. And then we were like, and then dad was like, oh, mom's coming home. And what he did was we had wooden stairs leading up to our front door in our house. And we tucked it on the side of the stairs. There was a little notch in there where some boards were. And we tucked the body of it in there and left a decent chunk of it sticking out the back of the stairs. And then we all proceeded to leave, vacate the premises and go sit on the back of our grandparents' porch and wait for mom to come home. Mom comes home when we just are sitting on the porch and we wait and we wait and we wait. Then she walks up to the, the stairs and lets out a blood curdling scream to which we all come running around from behind the porch laughing our asses off. It was so funny. Hilarious. Mom did not appreciate it. <laughs> Mom was super upset about it. But yeah, I, I do remember um, we we had it we have it on an old video recorder um, where dad was like, Hey Josh, you're gonna you're gonna play like Steve Irwin real quick. So when I say go, you're gonna like go out there and be like, Oh, we found this like bloody big snake you know, out here in the backyard and you're gonna pick it up that sort of thing. And I remember, I remember Ben, you picked it up and it did try and like 
had that memory of trying to like strike at something, but it, it didn't have a head, so it like it hit you in the chest and just left a little red circle. Yeah, I just had a blood stain on my shirt. <laughs> no, I could have sworn that was Joshua that got the blood stain. No, that was Ben. Nope. Yeah, PETA don't do us. Also, fuck off, PETA. Big facts, fuck you, PETA. Oh, do you guys remember the Velociraptor incident? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So that was also when we were when we were back in Arkansas at that at that same house. I think it was like the first time that I had seen Jurassic Park. I think it was the first time for all of us seeing Jurassic Park. Yeah, um, it was like a Saturday or something. It was like a rain. It was like a rainy day. Might have been during the summer. It was definitely during the summer. We were all out of school. Yeah. And, and we were just for I don't know why, but we were just watching the movie back in Mom and Dad's bedroom. All of us were in the bed, all cuddled up, mm-hmm. watching the movie. Oh. Dad was just waiting to strike um, for the right opportunity, and it gets towards the end of the movie where the, the two kids are running around in the trying to hide in the kitchen, trying to hide in the kitchen of the park. The Velociraptors are at the door. And I didn't hear it. I don't know if the other two did, but apparently. Oh, Dad I was, definitely heard it. Dad was scratching on the door to the bedroom because he had closed this in there, and I I didn't hear it, but he had been doing that for a little while. And then right at the perfect time in the movie, like the Velociraptors bust in, bam! Dad throws the door open and comes in, just goes ah, like screams at us, and we all just like jump out of our skin and are like scared, scared as hell. Oh, I was oh, I screamed so much at that I was like ah, and then. Just- jumped over like the far edge of the bed and was trying to hide over there like that would save me from a raptor see joshua has good instincts this is not the first or the last time dad has done that one time in idaho he mom actually it was mom this time came out of the fucking basement no no it was dad from around the corner in the kitchen ben tripped over the rolled up carpet and hit the basement door i misjudged and slammed into the wall in the hallway and joshua joshua actually made it to the front door just saying, in a horror movie, both of you are dead, and I'm out of there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, oh, good. Uh, really good memory with Mom and Ben. We, we had gotten back from church that night, and Ben was giving Mom just attitude. Just, <laughs> just no amount of attitude that day. Mom was finally sick of it. So we're all, we were all like walking in the back door of the house, um, which was right into the kitchen. Ben's going off, and like he didn't—he didn't say this, but he was. The gist of it was pretty much like "fuck you, mom." And I had forgotten where mom was. Like in my memory, like I don't know. Like she teleported like from the car, like into the house already. And like we didn't have any lights on. And then just from from the shadows from downtown, all I see is just mom just barrel through and like pick Ben up by his neck. And lift him off the ground like, like you know that scene in Star Wars when Vader lifts the rebel dude up off the ground. That's what it was. Like your feet were dangling there. I have no idea how she like had that much strength in her, but she was just so mad at you. And you were like, "Mom, Mom, please, no!" <laughs> I don't remember this. Lord Vader, please, oh, no! It was so funny. You about peed yourself. <laughs> I don't oh, remember that one. There's some of those memories that I guess I've chosen to forget. Oh, oh my god, it was the funniest thing I've, I'd seen in a while. <laughs> you were just like, <laughs> like, like Homer choking Bart. 
<laughs> was the image that I have in my head from that. Hey, Ben, remember this one? Kronk, put your hands in the air! I hate you. <laughs> I hate you for that, dude. I hate you so much for that. I don't even know how I didn't break my collarbone on that one. To be fair, I legitimately had a moment of panic when you hit the deck. I was like, oh my fucking god! (laughs) Okay, so background for you guys, since we're just over here rambling. Um, We were all out um, at the farm, riding around on the four-wheeler, so we're all young enough that we could all fit on there. Uh, It was probably... That was in elementary school, I think. It was Um, before Idaho. Yeah, so... All three of us are riding on the four-wheeler. Dad's driving. Squash is sitting in front, and then Sis and I are sitting on the the back of the four-wheeler, on right behind, right, right behind Dad, but on the the, on the, the the back of it had a rack on it, so we could sit on the sides. So we're both and sitting we, on the sides. Em- not very long after the Emperor's New Groove had come out, pretty much on DVD or VH or whatever. So. Classic movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. So we're sitting there, like all having a good time, like doing fun things dad's like hauling ass on straightaways this is doing the yizma like crunk put your hands in the air and i'm like put my hands in the air and telling her to do the same thing and shit um and then she just poorly times one um and does and says it and i put my hands in the air right as dad just guns it around a corner and granted it wasn't a very sharp corner it was a gradual corner but he he guns it hard and takes the corner a little late and i go flying off the four-wheeler but I did not fly off like off the back. I went, I went forward towards the front wheel, and then just shot backwards. And then I landed on my left shoulder and just absolutely jammed the bejesus Christ out of it. It probably barrel rolled about seventy times <laughs> down the friggin' dirt road. Um, I to this day I still don't know how. Um, how I didn't break my collarbone on that one. I just sat there for two days with a jammed up shoulder that hurt like a mother trucker. I definitely still hurts occasionally uh, because of that. And then the one time I just took on a concrete wall playing racquetball. That one didn't, that didn't end up well either, but <laughs> yeah. To be fair, the second, like he was beside me one second, gone the next. And I started screaming cause he wasn't moving. And I was like, dad, stop it. I killed Ben. <laughs> I felt so like I, I was dying. Not like this. Yeah, I just remember. I remember seeing your hands go up, and then I remember seeing it looked like somebody had like attached a parachute to you. And you just went, <laughs> and I remember looking back, and I was like, "Oh, he's gone." <laughs> I was like, "There's nothing we can do for him." I it was pretty blank. I don't remember going forward towards the front wheel. That's just what Dad told me. All I remember is just flying off the back of the thing and hitting the the ground. And then it was like the TikToks that you see now with the blinking eye effect where people were like, wake up. That's how I was. I just like woke up and then there was dad. And then I was like, ouch, I'm in pain. And then I remember just like waking up on the couch with a giant ice pack. And I was just like, that shit hurted. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, funny man. now, but there was legitimate panic. Yeah, there was quite a few times where we, we were panicked and thought one of us was dead. We've got a couple of dad stories in there. Uh, what do you guys favorite memories with mom i mean mine i guess has to do with the four-wheeler too because we would just go around driving around on the four-wheeler and she was a psychopath but she would always make sure to find all of the cow shit to run through and she would never let the people on the back of the four-wheeler sit facing forward they always had to sit facing back and we just get cow shit smeared up the back of our legs (laughs) jeans shorts didn't matter cow poop was everywhere. 
And we were okay with it because we were just like, well, this is just digested grass. We don't really care. Yeah. Sis, what about you? There is a lot. Somebody else go. I, I will come back to this. All right. Well, my favorite thing is whenever one of us would like come home like upset from school, like mom would always like be the one to be like, oh, hey, you want to talk about it? And she would always, always, I don't know where they came from, but she'd always like have cookies or would be like, oh, hey, you want to help me like bake cookies real quick? And like little upset, you know, like elementary or middle school, even going into high school kids, like who's going to say no to cookies? <laughs> Food fixes everything. Um, yeah. And it was, it was just the best, you know, most wholesome memory because mom and dad, oh, like make sure like we were always like, okay. And, like, and made us feel like we could always talk to her about anything. And, I, she still bribes us with sweets sometimes. At least when I came home last, she was like, oh, yeah, you want a cookie? You want to talk about some stuff? I was like, oh, she bribed yes, me with sweets. I think I just get bribed with alcohol now. Oh, that's fair. It depends on what I'm talking to them about, what I get bribed with. <laughs> sometimes it's a combination. Mom's like, hey, you want to go to Sonic and get some ice cream and then we can drink? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Oh, no, here's a good, here's a good story for you, sis, with mom. Is, man, all this shit happened when we were in Idaho, but it was a summer day, a warm day. We were being little shits again. Mom was like, all right, I'm going to spank you guys. And she didn't grab a belt. She grew, we were in the kitchen and she just grabbed a wooden spoon. Yeah, Ben, you already know where this is going. I see your face. I want to tell the story. Yeah, go go for it. You got a storyteller. Okay, so we were fucking being real shitheads, right? And mom was like, "Enough of this! Everybody, get in the kitchen now!" And mom is notorious for um, when it was nice outside and not too hot, cutting the AC off and opening all the windows in the house. So that's what happened. Kitchen window above the sink is open. We are all turned around, and for some reason, I'm the one to get the spoon first. So. I said, fine, I will take one for the team. Little did my mother know, I had recently learned the fabulous trick of tightening the buttocks and clenching so that they became hard as rocks. So mom comes down with a spoon, ready to beat that ass, but she doesn't She doesn't realize that I had natural liberate <clears throat> and tightened. <laughs> she comes down and hits one strike with the spoon on the buttocks, which did not hurt at all. And in the process of striking me, snaps the head of the spoon off, and it flies out the open kitchen window. <laughs> it's immediately, ding! Broken spoon. I so just turn around and look at her like, but now. <laughs> and dad is over in the corner trying not to laugh because we are supposed to be getting punished. <laughs> and mom has just broken one of her wooden spoons across my butt and I was just looking at her like what now and then eventually dad couldn't hold it in anymore and uh, I started laughing and she said in a much nicer way fuck this I'm done and yeah. no more discipline was had that day it just diffused the whole situation right there it just... but that's the crazy thing because I remember that in my mind like it's sis is the one that broke the spoon 
Oh, we all broke spoons. It was me. I mean, I'm sure we all broke spoons at one point, but I definitely broke the spoon on that one. Although okay. nothing tops the time. Dad was dying laughing. Mom was laughing. You were laughing. She was still trying to whip your ass, but you had fallen into the spinning chair. Oh, the so other one that were... really gets me that Dad tried to not laugh on is Mom was so mad one day. So when Mom gets mad, she really like reverts back to an Arkansas draw in her in her in her accent, and she was big mad this day. And she's trying to yell at us, and she got real southern real fast, and Dad just lost it. And Mom gave up because she didn't want to talk anymore because Dad wasn't helping because he was just sitting there laughing at her the whole time. And Mom was like, I can't do this because you guys are making fun of me, and I'm supposed to be punishing the children, and now everyone's laughing at me. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were a couple times like that. I, I still say the spinning chair one was hilarious because Dad's dying in the corner. Mom's chasing Ben in a circle because he's falling on the office chair. <laughs> he's using his feet to kick and it's spinning in a circle so she has him by the back of the neck and she's chasing him in a fucking circle trying to hit him and it's just not working and everybody's laughing <laughs> and she tried so hard to be the but she had to call dad so many times because it just ended in tears mm-hmm. and not the he thought it would yeah. those are good times oh man there's just so many good memories. Oh, um, my personal favorite is Who's in the house? I'm just going to the fucking bathroom. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the night, somebody getting the gun drawn on them. Well, okay, yeah. let's be clear. It wasn't an actual gun, it was a BB gun. A spring loaded drew- BB gun, by the way. You did draw an actual gun on me one time. Oh, fuck. Same. See, you guys were big dumb. I was smart enough to do all of my potty breaks and things before I went to bed because I knew that you don't get to sneak around going to the bathroom in the middle of the night with that in the house. You guys had to find out the hard way. Creaking I have doors to be in open. The middle of the night. Creaking floorboards. Creaky bathroom door. So if he didn't get you then, he got you after the toilet flushed for some reason. I don't know why a robber is using the bathroom while he's robbing the house, but dad would just. Bam! Who's there? Bitch, I just flushed the toilet. You think a robber is going to take a shit in our house <laughs> while he's robbing it? Like, that is the ultimate sign of disrespect. <laughs> this man is in the, this man will be in the middle of robbing the house and be like, wait, one moment, I need to leave a turd. Yeah, oh, man. So, eventually, like, that's what I figured out. I was like, why am I sneaking around in my own house? I was like... If you're going to do it, make as much noise as possible. Yeah, that's what I did. Wake up the whole damn house. Turn all of the lights on. Okay, I'm like you two. I never snuck around. I flipped on every light in that damn house. I was like, if you're going to shoot me, you're going to have to look at this. So what was was your favorite place to live out of all the places that we've... Um, As much as I hated the snow, I liked Idaho. I liked living in Idaho a lot. Yeah. That was probably our best our best spot. I like that. I like living in Idaho the most. Um, the snow snucked, snucked, sucked in the winter, but I mean, it wasn't that bad. You, you, you got used to it. You got used to it, but yeah, I, I was, um, I was actually pretty sad when we left Idaho. I threatened to run away. Did you really? Uh, I yeah, I left a poorly worded note and everything, and mom busted my room. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? I'm gonna go live under the bridge by the train tracks. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be the bridge troll. You know, <laughs> so no, this bridge. Um, you must answer these riddles. Story. Oh, that really nice lady color? from the church. It was that really nice lady from the church that used to watch us when mom and dad would go off. Oh, yeah, Grandma Kathleen. 
Yes. Not actually and threatened to run away and live with her. And Mom's like, the fuck makes you think she's gonna take you? Yeah. Mom's like, ouch, mother. Ouch. No, yeah, for sure. I think same for me. I, I really enjoyed Idaho. It was just, it's kind of like a magical spot. And like, it was at a point like where we're, we were all kids. Like, so we're all two years apart in age, but I think when we were in Idaho, it was, it was, it was that sweet spot when we were still like kids, but like we weren't like angsty teens yet. I mean, I know Ben was getting to that point. <laughs> yeah, true. A little bit. Um, but we still stood had... up on the steps, spread his legs, and said his first curse word, and God flew up those steps and went, what the fuck did you just say? There's <laughs> <laughs> a ton of good memories. Like, um, like I remember like in the winter, it was like, mom and dad would go out and like make a little snow luge course for us. That was super cool. And That was fun. They get yeah. the hose and they sit down. Really yeah. make sure we got some traction. Yeah, they yeah they told me like a little while ago they they'd go out there like after like when we weren't like home and they like spray some water on it so it iced it iced up a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, a lot happened at Idaho. I really miss that the fact we never finished renovating the house. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that was another big thing with my parents. Like we've renovated pretty much like every house that we've lived in. Yeah. Gone through, so we've gotten well, some... except the one in North Wait, Carolina. Do not speak yeah, of that one. well, I mean, that one had to be repaired minorly because of an incident. Somebody's butt went through a wall. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that you're that was my angsty teenage years, that was my high puberty, high hormone years. You used to return the favor, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I got mine back when I was the one who had the balls to call dad, and you were on your knees going, Don't do it, we can fix it before he gets home. Did I thought what? I was a handyman. I did so much sheetrocking in Idaho, I thought I could fix that. I did not. Yeah, I remember your plan on that was just to try and pull the two, like, flappy bits of sheetrock that were broken in and pull them, like, you together. Pull the fl- you pull and the then, flappy you bits pull together and put the, the fake <laughs> plant in front of it. No one would ever plant, Put a vase with flowers and you're like, it'll, it'll work. Fucking trust me. You were pulling out this tiny hash jar of putty and I was like, we do not have the shit to pull this off. <laughs> True, I'm trying to pull the things and, like, tape it and putty it and I'm like, I can do this. It's fine. <laughs> It's not fine. So mad at us for so long. He was not that mad at us. Um, Well, he would have been more mad had he come home and we not called him about it. Big facts. Yeah, that's true. I think I was mainly pissed when we left Idaho because I was about to hit middle school. It meant I could try out for the volleyball team. Mm. Down there, it's like, we don't have a sport you can play. It's like, fuck you. (laughs) I was in high school and mom was continuously forcing me to work out. I went on a walk with her one day, and I had to stop to tie my shoe, and I look up, and she's fucking gone. Like, no idea where she went. I was like, okay, well, she went in this road, and I was like, I can just go this way. I catch up, and I was like, wait, there's a fork in the road. Left, right, left, right. Fuck it, we're going left. All up hill. <laughs> Three hills later, half an hour, I am swearing and creating new swear words, and I was like, fuck it, I'm turning around, I'm going home. I turn around and I have somehow obtained a canine companion. And I was like, well, fuck it. Clearly I'm on an adventure. <laughs> I don't was think I in college at this point? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you were. So I go back down the three fucking hills. And right as I get to the fork, mum comes out 
around from the right, and she's like, what the fuck were you doing up there? And I was like, you were gone! I took an educated guess. Clearly it was the wrong one. And she's like, and where did you get a dog? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, I never would have gone that way. That's too many hills. I'm like, I'm super proud of you, though. And at that point in time, that was not what I wanted to hear. My thighs <laughs> were heaving. My feet were blistering. I was sweaty everywhere. And it's already humid. It is fucked down there in the middle of summer. And I was just like, screw you, mother. Screw you. And I attempted to power walk home. Which does not really work when you have a really friendly dog following you. <laughs> Whose dog was it? Uh, we uh, backtracked it to where he went. And his owner's like, oh yeah, he does that a lot. No fucking give it. Nah, he's fine. Yeah, it'll be alright. Oh, man. And then they go, he didn't bite you, did he? No. <laughs> Is that something I should have been concerned about? <laughs> I think, um... I think my favorite thing about mom and dad is, like, I know there were a couple times when money was really tight and we, we didn't have enough to, like, to get, like, we they'd buy food for two weeks. We ran out of food, you know, in those two weeks. Well, we're not going to eat till they get paid again. <laughs> but they always, always, always found a way to provide for us, even when things were tight. and. They they always made it seem like our our situation that we were in was never. They always made it seem like it was. was the best situation for us to be in. Like they it was never. It was, we were never. I never felt once that we were like way worse off than maybe what we actually were. They were always like, "Nope, this is exactly where we're at. This is exactly what we're supposed to be doing." And like mm-hmm. it was always like fun. Remember the bi the bi weekly finance meetings. Did not appreciate that as a child can appreciate why they did that now. Or I think one thing I really I'm really glad they did was they sent you to Costa Rica, Josh, and then the next year yep. the trip came up and I was fully prepared on not telling them and you just stroll home and go, Oh hey, there's an Italy trip and I'm like, You motherfucker, we can't afford that right now. Why would you even tell them? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh yeah, you're totally going and I was like, Please, please show me where this is coming from and she's like, Don't worry about it. <laughs> See I got big boned on that because I had the chance to go back to Australia. Ah, oh, damn! And do one of those EF tours that you guys did. We went to the meetings and everything, and we walked out of it. Mom was like, "We can't send you." And I was like, "What?" Yeah. And then, like, literally two, three years later, you guys are going on trips, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" Yeah. It helps. I was prepared to hide the Italy trip because I knew I was about to go to college, and I was like, "You know what? I can live without going to Italy." And then Joshua just strolls right in and goes, hey, look at this. And I'm like, I would strangle you. You fucker. <laughs> that was fine. Like, I had to, because I know at that point, that was probably when times were pretty tight. Meh. And I I just mentioned the trip, like, in passing. And I was like, I was like, oh, I was just talking to mom and dad about my day at school. And I was like, oh, the school's got this, like, sponsored school sponsored like trip thing you could go to Costa Rica. Like I think it'd be pretty fun and like mom and dad were like, Oh you seem like really interested like you is that something you want to do and like they found a they found a way to make it work. And it's still one of my favorite you know memories and experiences that I've had is going on that trip. Which is it was also funny because I was they this it was the second year the school was doing the trip and everybody had signed up for the year before to like go around, I think it was like 
Austria, Germany, and like France was the first trip. And so like nobody signed up for the second trip. And like I was the only, so I was the only one for my school to go. And I had to, had to join another group <laughs> from a different school. So I knew absolutely no one on there. And I was like, Hey, I'm just here along for the ride, you know, <laughs> just vibing, bro. Just vibing, man. It's great. Saw some sloths. Iguana ran at a girl and she screamed. It was super fun. <laughs> you wanted to go horseback riding, but you chose zip lining. Loki, I probably would have chose zip lining too. Well, we did both, so. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really glad I did get to go to Italy too. It was a hell of a lot of fun. I made exactly one friend from a different school. People from my school. I did not enjoy them. There was uh, the douchebag that Leash and I had to blackmail. Wait, we're not what? Go on that one. We're, we're not going to go into that on this TED talk here. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, there was a douchebag that Leash and I had a blackmail slash bribe to leave us alone. And a couple of the weird kids from school. And one girl I really didn't talk to a lot. And then huh. we met up with the other schools and they were really awful. So I hung out with exactly one person from that giant ass group. But we had a hell of a time. I didn't plan this episode out. I should have had some more questions uh, put in there for you guys. But wrapping this up, just keep it a nice, short, and sweet episode. But, like, obviously, as we've grown up and our relationship with our parents has changed, what, what do you enjoy most about your relationship that you have now with mom and dad, you know, compared with when we were younger? Um, I think now just the as we're older, just the I guess the 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 looser feel mm-hmm. of our relationship. Like yeah, they're still our parents and everything, but now we kind of just talk about anything and everything. Uh, whereas you know when you're growing up, you kind of sometimes you don't feel like you can talk about anything and everything with them. Um, so now it's just you know it's a looser feel. It's a lot more fun. I feel like you know. As much as they don't want to, I could be like, yo, let's go out partying and we'd have a great time. Oh, they would out party us for sure. Oh, they'd out party us for sure, but I'd still enjoy every moment of it <laughs> as dad dragged me by my heels back to the house. Like, Mom would be, dance in heels in a circle around me and I'd be there in flats going, how do you fucking do that? I feel like it'd be super great, but yeah. Yeah. Th- I think- like how accepting they are about everything. Like when in high school when I was first like, oh God. I might like girls. There was a solid, like, four month period where I was freaking out because it's like, Dad used to be a preacher. I was like, I know what they say, but they used to. Do, and then I came home one day with hickeys, and they're like, Oh, your boyfriend gave you that? And I was like, Ha! Ah, ha! No! If my boyfriend has <laughs> a lack of penis, then yes. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, cool, but aren't you dating a guy currently? And I was like, and it's my conundrum. I may have slipped up here. <laughs> oh! The things that happened God. at the house when I was gone away to school. Hey, man, you were the trailblazer. Technically, everybody was gone. Behavior. They were on vacation. See, technically, everybody was gone. Josh and I were staying with the grandparents. My dad were on vacation. I had Nan drop me off at Elkins Public Library, hoofed it back to the house with her. We had a lovely time together. <laughs> I have no words. Just none. <laughs> and I was rocking a scarf. 
in the middle. I do. Of I do remember that day. I do remember the scarf. I do remember. I was like, "Why the hell are you wearing a scarf? It's like warm outside." And then you're like, "Shut up! I have hickeys. Don't tell mom and dad." And I was like, "Okay." Like I didn't know what to do. What's happening? What was yeah. happening? I didn't know. I leave I'm for a, my first year away, and everyone just loses their minds. Yeah, loses a their minds. A lot mind. of awkward fumbling is what happened. Now, oh, like mom and dad rolled with it, but our main concern was like, shouldn't you break up with your current boyfriend? And I was like, I am currently going through a crisis, but that sounds correct. Yeah. We're getting back to the question. My favorite thing about how my relationship changed with mom and dad is like you can we can talk to them a lot more like as adults and you know they'll always be our parents <laughs> like not our <laughs> okay what has Ben doing oh we gotta take a break Ben what's going on bro I just <laughs> Are you okay? I don't know why this meme has just murdered me right now, bro, but I am deceased. <laughs> Hold it up to the camera. Send it. Send it in the chat. What is it? I can't see it. I can't see Damn it. Damn it. I, okay. You screenshot it and send it. Oh, my God. I'm wheezing. I'm wheezing right now. Uh, I didn't see any of that because Joshua was talking, so my camera fixated on him. So I missed that entire expression. Oh All I God. see is Joshua saying, "Bro, shit. <laughs> um, I don't know why it sent me so hard, but it's so funny." Share the photo, whatever. Let's find out together. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, so for our listeners, this is not going to be the same as looking this right now. But I'm picking all this out. Don't worry. Is a meme, and it says Jesus dies on the cross. Christians, and then it's just a photo of all a bunch of little children picking up Easter eggs. And it's just so funny because they're all so pissed about Lil Nas right now. And put Jesus died on the cross and we'll go pick up Easter eggs. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fucking weeping. Uh, oh my god, bro. I saw one today. Somebody had photoshopped Lil Nas onto a picture of like Jesus sitting on the throne. It's a little Nasa twerk on him. He goes, are you fucking happy now, Christian? Robin Williams had um, a small little portion of one of his um, shows on that. He's like, you can't put raspberry footprints in the grass going, come on, kids, we're looking for Jesus. It's like the main part of that, I remember. But he did a whole thing on the Easter bunny and why it's a bunny instead of... Like, you can't bite the top off of a cream-filled cross. Anyway, anyway, getting... (laughs) Moving on. 
getting getting back to the question, I think my favorite thing about our the relationship that we have with our parents now is like like while yes they'll still always be you know mom and dad and they'll still always be our parents but like it's it's more of like we can be like friends with them now like as adults yeah you know you see them more like as a person and you do like a parental authority figure all the time you know kickback you can make you know those jokes you know with them that you wouldn't have been able to before to be honest I had friends who were like oh come on when's the last time you spoke to your parents and I was like this morning this afternoon, before I went to bed, I told her what I had for lunch this today. It's like, when was the last time you talked to your parents? Last week? Sucks for you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I should probably text them more. I think the group chat does a, does a good job. Yeah, it's it's good that we, we have that group chat. Alright. Do we have any, any final final words here for our parents? Thanks for an interesting childhood. And we can and now was, tell freely without worry of worry of child protective services. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's gonna come for us now. Um <laughs> but, As we jump off the hay bale. Or three. But uh, the only thing I would say is just mom dad thank you know, thanks for a good childhood. Love you guys dearly. And you know, I hope we can all still joke and have fun, move along in life and well. I'll always come back to you too for advice.